friends, it's your host Llewellyn, and welcome back to the Woman with Friends podcast. So, for a second week in a row, we have our very special friend Nicole with us. Hello. She has been visiting me um, this week, so we decided to do a couple episodes together. Um, Leanne will be back next week with us, so don't you fret if she's your favorite. Trust me, she'll be back. I promise. But this week, you're stuck with Nicole and I, and we give you a little slight update. Not not really an update, just a fun thing. Um, we spent the day at Disney yesterday, kind of two and one and a half days. One and a half days-ish, yeah. We went to Disney Springs, if you're familiar. I know we have a lot of foreign listeners. Um, if you're familiar with Disney World, it's a pretty popular thing. Um, it's pretty close to me, where I live now in Florida, about two hours away, so we went over there, spent the day at Disney Springs, shopping, you know, spending money we shouldn't. Eating. Eating. <laughs> really eating, because if you guys don't know some of the snacks that Disney World has, uh. just Google it. Um, but then we went to Disney World because her parents had two free tickets that they blessed us with. Thank you, parents. Um, so yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. I love Disney World. I'm not a big, like oh my gosh, like, let's get dressed up and go all out. But there's moments of me where I do like it. But obviously, who doesn't love Disney? You just feel like a kid again. And yeah, two free tickets. I'm never going to say no to that. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, and Christmas at Disney. If you've so gone to Disney and you've enjoyed it, but you've never been there during Christmas, go. you have to go during Christmas. It's like, I mean, it's already the most magical place on earth, but then it like, escalates because Christmas is like the most magical time of year. Mm-hmm. Like magic and magic collide, you know? Yes. Yeah, good. go to Magic Kingdom. We went to Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom yesterday. Yeah. And Hollywood didn't have that many Christmas decorations. I saw some article, I guess, that it was like a big, like, point of contention, I guess, because they didn't have a lot of decor. But Magic Kingdom, as always, was to the yeah. nines. It really was only like the main strip had yeah. like a ton of Christmas stuff yeah. and then the rest of it was still like here's some tinsel that's yeah, all like, you get here's some lights in Toy Story Land but yeah. that's about it yeah it's crazy that was fine I mean we had fun yeah obviously um yeah so anyways enough about us let's hop into it so this week we watched what is this episode season three episode 21 titled the one with a chick and a duck they have finally arrived y'all Written, okay, so this episode was written by Chris Brown, directed by Michael Lembeck, and it originally aired on 4-17-1997. Monica is, is ecstatic, that's a hard word, Monica is ecstatic when her millionaire friend Pete buys a restaurant and wants her as a head chef, and Joey buys Chandler a chick, a live baby chicken, just in case you didn't know. It was not a person, it was a chicken. <laughs> um, okay. So let's hop into it. So this week we're going to talk about topics again. Um, just seems a little easier with some of the topics we have. So the first one we'll talk about is Monica and Pete, sprinkled with a bit of Phoebe because she's in there a little bit. Um, so we start the episode outside the cafe and Monica, it's the three girls, Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe, and they're kind of like guarding Monica as she's trying to skate back and forth, because it's very apparent that Monica doesn't know what she's doing on roller skates. Um, But she has to, because somebody put in the suggestion box at work that it would be cool if they 
if all of the like waitresses had skates on. And we come to find out that who put that suggestion in the box? Our favorite friend, Phoebe. (laughs) So because of Phoebe's suggestion, somebody at the diner loved the idea, so now they have to wear skates, and Monica obviously hates her for it. Um, Then Gunther comes out and offers Rachel a drink, because we all know that Gunther is infatuated with Rachel. The drink looked good. It was like some hot chocolatey It did. It looked really good. Um... But lo and behold, Monica comes up behind them, Gunther moves out of the way, and they fall. And so Monica is on top of Rachel on the ground, and Joey comes out. <laughs> Joey. In a true Joey fashion. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, it's like his fantasy to see the girls together, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. So then we hop over to Monica's job. We find out Pete is back. Um, we all love Pete. And for those of you... Who may not remember, Pete is the millionaire um, that comes in and really likes her, but she doesn't really like him. So, like, they're, they dated, but they're not together, so they're just friends. It's, like, a weird situation. But he's back from Japan, and he gets her these hotel toiletries from Japan <laughs> that she adds to her collection because only, only Monica would collect um, toiletries from hotels. Yeah, I was like, if someone gave me that gift, I'd be like, oh, thanks, weirdo. Like, I mean, I'll yeah. use it on my next trip to Disney, but, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna save them. Right, right. It's probably what's in her closet. Oh, I'm sure. That nobody knows about. Um, so here we see that she's terrible at skating, which we all knew. And also, like, that diner. Like, I understand skating at, like, an outside diner. <laughs> yeah, not inside. Like a Sonic or, like, a 50s, like, outside drive-in diner. Yeah. But, like, inside a restaurant. And it was, obviously, I mean, it's a set, so it's not going to be that big, but... Yeah. Like, you would literally be tripping over, like, table legs and people Everything. all the time. Everything. Yeah. Good job, Phoebe. <laughs> um, so, we find out a pretty big thing here. He just kind of, like, nonchalantly says it. He's, she's asking how his trip went, and how he's doing and he's like yeah I did a big thing and she's like cool what's that and he's like yeah I bought a restaurant and I want you to be the head chef and so naturally Monica's reaction is shock and she falls (laughs) (laughs) wow um yeah so we immediately go back to the apartment and she'd just gotten off work and her and Rachel are kind of having this dialogue where Monica's like, can you believe that he bought me a restaurant? And Rachel's, like, trying to defend her. And he's like, yeah, do you want me to, like, go kick his butt for you? Like, how dare him? (laughs) How dare he do something nice? My gosh. Yeah, what a jerk. (laughs) Um, And so they just kind of, like, banter back and forth. And then Monica comes to realization, like, did he buy me this restaurant? Because he has a crush on me and he, like, wants to be closer to me. But, like, I obviously can't take the restaurant Mm -hmm. if that's the case. Um, So it's just she's – you're seeing this, like – struggle with Monica where she wants to take it because she hates her job and she knows that she's good enough to be a head chef Mm -hmm. but she doesn't want to take it because she doesn't want to imply that I'm using him in a sense. exactly. Or there to be some like issue down the road where she's working there and something there's like a fallout. Yeah. And then she's screwed. Yeah. So she's kind of contemplating this and then in walks Ross. Well, actually, side note, we actually see For a quick second, that Rachel's side hurts, but we don't know why. We just know that it had something to do with the fall yesterday. But then in walks Ross, (laughs) and immediately jokes start happening. Because he walks in with a bow tie on and a white suit, and he looks like... He looks um, like the KFC guy. He does, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. 
He looks like him, but he also, to me, looks like he belongs in, like, a quartet. Oh, for sure. Um, like, he's just going to bust out in song. All he needs is the, the hat. The <laughs> little hat. Um, <laughs> but the girls just, like, go at him. And <laughs> Rachel starts with, what, did you get a job on a riverboat? And he's like, well, I can't dress nice. Like, you know, or I know I'm not dating you, but, like, you can't tell me what I what I can wear. And yeah. she's like, oh, so now that you're alone, you're from- like, you're on your own, you can dress stupid. <laughs> he's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And so they just, like, crack jokes until he leaves. Um and we'll find out in a bit why he was dressed that way. So we go back to Monica's job, um, and she sadly turns down the job as head chef to Pete, um, because she, she tells him, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah, she tells him, like, I don't want to take a job just because you have feelings for me and that, you know, that just won't end well. And then Pete quickly responds, well, that's not an issue. Like, that's not why I offered you the job. Um, I met somebody on the flight she ate my peanuts we clicked like all of this stuff like he it's very obvious that it's made up but monica falls for it so she goes from one minute being like oh i'm so sad i have to decline the job to like oh my gosh yes like i'd love to do the job like Like, quitting her job yeah like he pushes her towards the kitchen and she goes to quit her job but phoebe's sitting there and phoebe knows yeah so what does phoebe do phoebe is like hey so that uh that girl you made that up right yeah. And he, like, you know, tries to, like, backtrack for a little bit or whatnot, but then admits, you know, eventually that, yeah, he made it up. And so Phoebe promises that she won't tell, or that Pete won't tell Monica. So we know Phoebe. And, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, so so far in this episode, she doesn't tell him, tell her. Yeah, but also, would you quit your job right there on the no, spot? not like- at all. Especially because you have so many weeks to, like, prep the restaurant and get licensing and everything like stick it out like prove yeah. you're faithful Come yeah on. yeah i feel like i feel like it was really premature for her because yeah you accepted the head chef position but like you're not fully staffed no you're not marketed no you have nothing you don't have any food you don't have a menu no. like let's get all that prepped before and Me i mean quit. i bet pete could pay her for all that stuff like yeah, while it's true. happening but i don't know it just seemed a little like hesitant and like Mm -hmm. fast agreed um so yeah phoebe calls him out and she he begs her like not to say anything and she's like oh well i may be psychic but i have a terrible memory (laughs) so like what am i not supposed to tell her um so then we jump to the cafe a little bit later and monica tells phoebe that she just went and saw the restaurant she loves it she can't wait to start and then phoebe does the classic phoebe thing where she's like I have something to tell you, but I can't tell you what it is. But you can guess what it is. But she cannot guess for the life of her. She can't. She tries and she tries. And then she finally is like, I'm just going to give up. Like, whatever. I don't care. And she's like, well, you're just so close. You're so close. And then she offers one more thing. And she's like, yeah, you're never going to get it. <laughs> and so they don't say anything. Um, so we see her go back. We see Pete's restaurant for the first time. And she's just ooing and aahing over mm-hmm. everything. Um and she calls the so it's got a gas stove. Yeah. And she calls them spider burners. I've never heard that. I've never heard them called spider bur- spider spider burners. I mean, if you look at it, I guess I can kind of see like they look like cobwebs almost, but I mean, kinda. Like if anything, they look like a snake because like the snake is like coiled. Well, the burner itself, but I mean like the thing that sits on top of the it, metal thing, the metal part. 
I don't know. If there's anybody out there that is a chef or knows a chef or just knows about kitchen stuff or cooking, have you ever heard a gas stove called spider Spider burners? Like, let me know, because I'm super curious. That was odd. But it probably is, and I just don't know anything. Um, But Monica is obviously excited. She's running all over the place, talking about all the cool things. I mean, it was a nice kitchen. Uh, Yeah. I've not I seen many it. kitchens that are, like, professional, but, like... That's nice. That was a nice one. Yeah. Which would make sense for the fact that he's a millionaire. Billionaire, I think. In New York City, I would imagine a restaurant would look like that. Yeah, totally. You'd have to have a lot of money to have a nice restaurant like that in New York. <sighs> yeah, for real. Um, so she gets so excited that she goes to hug him. And when she hugs him, he smells her hair. Like, very dramatically, like so a huge dramatically. sniff. Like, you can hear all the sniffs. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, tenses, because I think we've all had that moment where you can, like, tense in a hug. Yeah. She tenses and, like, pulls back, and she, like, immediately knows. I think I feel like yeah. at that point, like, it clicks, like, oh, this is what Phoebe knows that yes. I was supposed to know. Exactly. Um, like, there is no other girl. Yeah. And so she calls him out, and it's like, you know, you still have feelings for me. And he's like, no, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Okay, yeah, I love you. Is there is that so so much like is that bad about that? And um, she kind of like shrinks away and she declines the job again and just is honest with him. Like I can't do this. Like I can't work at some like somewhere where you have feelings for me and like that's the reason why you gave me a job. Like yeah. it's just not gonna work. Which is like the wise thing to do for Monica. I feel for sure. I agree. So she goes to say goodbye. And probably does the dumbest thing she could have done. Oh, that was the stupidest. Seriously, like, you're... No. I was so mad at her for that. Yeah, I probably at that point would have just given him, like, a handshake or, like, even yes. just pat him on the shoulder. Like... Man, even a high five. Literally just do a high five. Any, like, bro thing. Like, hey, bro, yeah. like, cool. Here's a fist pound. Yeah. But no, she kisses him on the cheek, which then spurs him to kiss her on the lips. Yeah. Like, quickly. Very quickly. It was a very swift move. So much so I had to rewind it because I missed it. You're like, well, um, what happened? I was like, wait, who just kissed who? <laughs> um, and then she pulls away, and to our surprise, she kind of has this look of like, oh my gosh, I think I actually like that. Yeah. Because, um, friends, if you remember a couple episodes ago when she dated him, she couldn't feel attracted to him. Anytime they kissed, she just didn't feel the attraction. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like she felt the attraction. But we don't know, was it because the restaurant's hanging over her head? Is it because she actually felt attracted to him? Yeah. So she kisses him again very passionately, and then it goes away, but that's all we see from this. So Mm. more to come on that. At first I thought she was going to, (laughs) like, when this scene was happening, take her hands and, like, cover his, like, goatee. And I thought she'd be like, oh, I don't like you, like, with facial hair, but that was just me. Because I guess I don't like facial hair, so I was, like, portraying that on to Monica. Well, then you really don't like this episode. No. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Pete, Monica, Phoebe-ness of this episode. Um, so then let's jump over to Ross and Rachel, which those two in a line together hasn't been a while. So here we go. Um, so... Just a little bit of backstory about Ross. In this episode, we find out that he is going to be in a commercial. His job offered him... Or not a commercial. A TV show. I apologize. TV show on Discovery. His job found some kind of fossil thing, and they offered to... They want him to come on and talk about it. So he's super excited about this, which is why he came into the apartment earlier. 
and had on that bow tie and white suit and looked all snazzy. So we're in the apartment, the girl's apartment, and Ross walks in to Rachel in her robe, I think, mm-hmm. and she's trying to get an aspirin bottle open. Yes. But can't, like, get it open well, finally does, and it spills everywhere, and she can't bend over to pick it up because she's in so much pain. Um, so she's trying to pick it up with her foot, and he basically is begging her, like, go to the doctor. Like, you could have broken a rib. Like, yeah. you need to get this figured out. And she's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'll go. I'll go tomorrow. Like, I got to get through this dinner tonight with my boss. And he's, you know, Ross, who's concerned about people, especially when it comes to Rachel. Um, and it's just like, fine, whatever, but like, make sure you go to the doctor. And so she asks him if he'll stay and help her get dressed. And he, I mean, I was pretty proud of Ross at first. He was like, no, 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 like, I'm fine. Like, he gets ready to leave, but then she, like, insists, like, but I have to do this dinner. I can't get dressed. Like, I need your help, Ross. Mm-hmm. So he stays. I was so mad at Rachel in that moment. Not that she obviously knew that he had something going on, but I'm just like, can you stop just thinking about yourself for once? But it's also on Ross for not saying anything. Yeah, I feel like this happens a lot with the two of them, especially after the we were on a break. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Rachel feels like... Like, Rachel... And we all know that Rachel is slightly entitled. No. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, so I feel like she always... She doesn't want to be with Ross, but she wants some of the companionship totally. that he brings. Yeah, for sure. So it's almost like she uses him a lot. Oh, she definitely uses him. And this, Ross has a hard time saying no. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree. So we go to her room, and this is where a lot of, like, the two of them commune in this episode. So she, he's, like, helping her pick out an outfit. She's trying to put makeup on, um, and she can't do it with her left hand she's right-handed and so she asked him to help her and um so he comes over and she's like just just like a swift like like swish it across my eyelid like that's it and he's applying it yeah and it literally looks like with when he only had one done it looked like she had a black eye <laughs> it was so thick well first he put the thing in his mouth i'm like dude yeah what the heck <laughs> Um, so he's putting it on thick and she's like, well, don't make me look like a hooker. And he's like, well, I don't think that you wear enough of this. Like, I think it looks, and I don't know if he was being serious or not. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell either. But he was laying that stuff on thick. (laughs) Thick. Everywhere. They were bantering back and forth because she's like at his mercy. She can't do anything about it. So he's like, well, I think you would look better with a lot more makeup. And she's like, why? You want me to look like a hooker? And it just, it was funny. Um, but then they continue. She He gets her makeup done. And honestly, like, it didn't look bad. No. I thought the only thing that was, like, kind of a lot was the blush. But beyond that, I was like, honestly, it looked decent. It looked like if you were getting, like, really dolled up for something. Yes. Yeah, maybe, like, take the blush out because yeah. it was a little much. But it didn't look terrible no. by any means. Like, way to go, Ross. Um. So then he gets up to leave because he, his job is done, and she asks him to help her get dressed. She's like, I can't get dressed. Like, I can't I can barely move my arm. Like, I need help. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Um, and he starts to walk out, and she's like, please, Ross, please. Like, does her whole, like, begging thing. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And she turns around. He's She's like, but you can't see me naked. And he's like, what do you mean I can't see you naked, Rachel? I've seen you naked a hundred times. Yeah. Like, I close my eyes and I see you naked. <laughs> 
And they go into this little banter of like, um, oh, I just saw you naked. And like, he's closing his eyes and like envisioning her and she starts to feel like super insecure. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you say all that stuff? He's like, because I've seen you naked a hundred times, Rachel. Like, it's like, it's not a big deal is what he was trying to say. Um, so they kind of like banter back and forth at this. Yeah. And it's like, how would, he's not even helping her get dressed at that point. No. And she's not asking for it. So it's like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So they kind of get over that whole thing. And then did he, did he finally say like, he's not going to help her get dressed or no, she goes to take her robe off. Wowza. Yeah. She goes to take her robe off. He makes a joke. And then, um, she makes like a big, like hiss noise. Cause she, her side yes. starts hurting. And he immediately turns on his, like, concerned look and comes over and is like, Rachel, like, I'm getting you a cab. Like, we need to get yeah. you to the hospital. Or you need to get to the hospital. Um, like, you got to get this taken care of. And she's like, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But but will you please come with me? And he's, like, at the door ready to walk out. And he hesitates. And he looks at her and she's like, please, Ross, like, I just really need you. And he's like, yeah, fine, but I, I need to go make a call first. Mm-hmm. Um, and... At this point, Rachel has no idea about his TV no, thing. No, she doesn't. Like, it's that night. Uh, he had just gotten done asking the guys, like, their opinion on what suit to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's thinking about that, but she is not aware. She does not know But at he all. decides, like, I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. So we kind of fast forward, and they get back, and he's like, no, Rachel, you can't look fat in an x-ray. <laughs> Um, and she's he's like, carrying like a little bag for her. We never find out what actually is wrong. Yeah, you know, we don't. I think it's a broken rib. That makes probably. sense. Probably. I think Ross mentioned that at one point. It made yeah, sense. It makes sense. But then um, it's like, why were you babying your right arm? I don't know. It just was something I thought about. I think I've it's had a because it's hard rib. to. Like everything. Oh, so that's true. It's so connected. I don't know. I've never cracked or broken a rib. It's painful, let me tell you. I would imagine it is. And they it can't is. really do anything for it. You just no. have to heal. Um, so they're in the hallway, and then Chandler comes out, and he asks Ross, like, oh, how'd your thing go tonight, Ross? And Rachel's like, what thing? And Ross is like, oh, don't worry about it. And they go in the apartment, and Ross finally tells Rachel that he was supposed to be on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. And she is, like, immediately upset. You know, she's like, why didn't you tell me? Like, if I had known this, like, I wouldn't have asked you to go with me. Mm-hmm. And um it's just, I feel like it's a very sincere moment between the two of them. I think so, too. Where, like, Rachel apologizes, and Ross is like, don't worry about it. You can tell he's upset, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Because I feel... Yeah. I feel like Rachel, in the in all of it, Rachel shouldn't have begged him to come. Agreed. Like, I don't like going to the hospital by myself, so I can no. understand why you would want somebody to, but, like... He's not... They're not dating. Right. So it's like, yeah, you know, they're friends, but if he... Like, he did try to get out of it, mm-hmm. and it's, like, she should have, like, taken the time to see that, but also fault Ross on the fact for not, like, explaining why. But, yeah, that moment, I was, like, are they going to kiss? Because, yeah, they both were super sincere, and I think it was just a good moment for them after we were on a break just to, like, not yeah. think about that and just be humans. Yeah, I feel like it's the first point since the, like, breakup yeah where they're not like angrily fighting with each other and it's like a sincere like thank you for helping me but also like why didn't you tell me because I yeah 
you know, I, I wouldn't have asked you to come. And, like, it doesn't really resolve. Like, Ross is just kind of like, yeah, like, no worries. Like, I'll see you tomorrow. And he walks out in the hallway. Yeah. And he's, like, physically you can tell that he's sad. But you don't know if it's, like, I'm sad that I missed my thing or I'm sad that, like, we're not together. Yeah. Because you know that there's still feelings there. For sure. So it's kind of interesting. Um, Agreed. But then Chandler walks out in the hallway and he goes, what did you do? <laughs> um, because we go back over to Chandler and Joey, we find out this is where the duck and the chick come into play. They're so cute. They're so cute. So this is the storyline that gives us the title to this episode, because as we all know, Joey and Chandler adopt a chicken and a duck. Yes. Um, so in the beginning of the episode... I think it needs to be addressed. Chandler walks out and he has a goatee. Ugh. And I hate it. Hate it. Clearly already said I hate facial hair. I know. I know Leanne has a different opinion on this, but she's not on this episode, so um, I hate it. I love Chandler. I hate Chandler and a goatee. It just looks like you're trying way too hard, buddy. Way too hard and it's really gross. Um, Wait, question. I wonder, I mean, it's probably not. It's probably just a coincidence, but I'm wondering if... It has something to do with, like, Pete, because Pete also has a goatee just like that. It's probably just coincidence for the characters, but it was, like, interesting to me that, like, Pete's back in these episodes now. Oh, and he has one? Has, and has one, and Monica liked him, but I don't know. Could be, I don't know. I don't know, because Monica and Chandler were never supposed to happen. True. That was written in because the fans liked it. That's true. Um, Hmm. I don't know. Did he say why he said why he had a goatee in the beginning? I didn't catch it, though. I didn't catch it either. Oh, well. I just don't like it, so no, just say it though. Um, so here we find out Joey is sad over Kate, uh, and he's just kind of watching TV and being all glum Mopey. about it. Yeah. And so Chandler, like, begs him to come out because him and Ross are going to go celebrate Ross getting on a TV show, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to. So there's a commercial where they're talking about chickens um, and about how there's so many that need need to be saved and whatnot. So naturally, Joey calls and asks if he can mm-hmm. buy a chicken. Yes. But the part he missed was that because of improper care, most of them are passed away by the 4th of July. Yeah. But it's Joey, so he wouldn't it's care Joey. about that anyway. Yeah. So um, we go back to the boys' apartment. Joey comes in super excited because he <laughs> bought a baby chicken, but he didn't consult Chandler about it first. And Phoebe is there because Chandler is asking her, like, how long did it take for your suggestion and suggestion box to, like, be implemented at the diner? She's like, oh, it took about two weeks. He's like, cool, cool, cool. So in, like, two weeks, like, all of them will be topless (laughs) because that's what he put in the suggestion box. (sighs) Okay, Chandler. Chandler. Um, And then Joey comes in with this chicken, this baby chick. And Phoebe, Phoebe with all the wisdom this episode, she immediately chimes in and it's like do you even know how to take care of one of these things like it needs love it needs to be fed properly and joey's like well i'm gonna love this thing and he holds it like so close to his chest i'm pretty sure he could have squeezed its little eyes yeah. out like he was holding it so hard i was waiting for it to pee on him yeah <laughs> yeah um so then we come back to the apartment later and we see chandler they've got a little like gate thing like yeah like, like lincoln toy, like a toy gate yeah <laughs> On the counter with the chicken in it that I'm pretty sure is taller than the gate. Could have jumped over. Oh, you see. Um, and Chandler's sitting there like, all right, it's your turn with a chick chick and a Here. chick chick. <laughs> and it's just like singing to this chicken. 
Um, and I think this is probably one of my favorite moments in the episode. I'm not sure it's my favorite scene, but one of them, when Joey walks in and he's like, yeah, like a couple friends and I like from the set are going to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. And then immediately Chandler's like, I stayed home all day to take care of this chicken and you're just going to go out with your friends <laughs> and <laughs> back and forth. Just, and you don't think that... That taking care of the chicken is work? Like, like our chicken. Like, our chicken is work. Yes. Our chick is work. Um, and it's just like parents. Like So much like parents. Like, I imagine on TV shows when parents are like, why well, I, I stay up all night taking care of this baby. And what do you do all day? You just go and have fun. Well, I need to relax, too. And exactly. Just back and forth. It was hilarious. And then finally they're like, well, they come to a realization, like, maybe we shouldn't have bought a chicken. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should take it back and not have it. Maybe we weren't maybe we weren't ready to have a chicken. That's what yes. they talked about. <laughs> and so Chandler agrees, like, yeah, I agree tomorrow. I'll take him back and we'll be chickenless. So <laughs> they come back towards the end and Chandler's watching Baywatch, naturally. And the chicken is in Joey's seat. <laughs> so cute. Just chilling in the chicken in the seat. The chicken is chilling in the seat. Um, and they're watching it, and Chandler's explaining. Now, this is a chick. But this is a different kind of chick. Yes. This is a hot chick. And, <laughs> and I love you differently yeah. than I like this chick. <laughs> yeah, and it's just explaining, like, Baywatch and how, you know, we love these chicks, but we also love you as a chick. Mm-hmm. And just the difference and everything. And Joey comes in, and Chandler gets up, and he's like, I thought you were going to take him back. And they, like, kind of move over to the side because they don't want the chicken to hear them talking about him. Even though they're only two feet away. <laughs> and he's like, I was going to. And I did. But then they told me what they do to chickens if you bring them back. They kill them. And Joey's like, oh, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. And it's just immediately, like, saddened about it. And Chandler goes on. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I love how Chandler tries to justify what he's done. <laughs> he does. Um, Joey just blatantly tells you like oh I did this but Chandler's like no let me tell you why I've done this and then I'll tell you what I did exactly and so he's just telling him like you know yeah they kill him and like but it's not just chickens it's any animal that they bring Mm -hmm. back they kill and then what do we hear quack quack (laughs) and out walks a duck that looks so dirty might I add it does look dirty looked filthy um and Joey's just like are you kidding me (laughs) um so we find out that Chandler also has a duck um, so then later on when, when Ross and Rachel come back, um, they're in the hallway talking and then Chandler walks out with the duck and he sets him on the ground. He's like, you stay here and you think about what you did. Bad duck. You are a bad duck. It's like, what? And the duck's <laughs> like, what the heck? And Ross and Rachel are like, I don't even know what's happening. So then they go in the apartment and when Ross comes back out, like all mopey and sad after what happened, he sits down and that's when Chandler comes out and he's like, what did you do wrong? Like the hallway (laughs) is like the place where you go to punish people. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Sit here and think about what you did. Both of them now. Yeah. It was funny. Um, so then the tag is, I think this might be my favorite part, my favorite scene. So I'll tag that in. So, and in the tag, we go into the guy's bathroom, and there's little there's little plastic ducks, <laughs> and then there's the actual duck, like, floating in the water, so um, and Chandler's just, like, kind of sitting there, like, playing with the duck, and Joey walks in, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we're just swimming. And he's like, well, why isn't the chicken swimming with you? And he's like, because chickens don't swim. And he's <laughs> like, do you know that chickens don't swim? He's like, no. 
They're like, well, let's find out. So they put the chicken in the water. <laughs> and Chandler looks at it and he's like, yep. Yep, they don't swim. And Joey's like, I'll just give it a minute. Yeah, just give him Chandler's one minute. Chandler's like, like, no. <laughs> Drown him. So he pulls him out. And then I think my most favorite part <laughs> is just from the back of Chandler, we see Joey grab a hairdryer and, and turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> and Chandler's eyes are like, like what this look heck? of like terror. It like, I don't so think funny. Joey should take care of anything. He can barely take care of himself. Yeah. Let alone a, a little baby statement. chick. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, funny. Joey. So yeah, that's that's the episode. It's a good episode. It was. It had a lot of funny moments. So my favorite scene was definitely the bathroom scene at the end. What would your favorite scene be? Ugh, I've been thinking about it. I love chickens and ducks. But I think one of my favorite scenes is when Ross is putting makeup on Rachel. Yeah. I think it's just so funny. And it's like, you know guys have no idea how to do makeup. And if anyone would ask their significant other, it probably would not turn out great. Yeah. So it just was funny. And I just like, yeah, the progression of Ross and Rachel, like, in that scene. Yeah. Yes, that was a good scene. That was just funny. Well, I think you should have more on. I think you should wear more. Why? So I look like a hooker? And he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. All right, episode rating system. I went first last week. You go first this week. Oh, no. Um, that's a great question to find the system i think i would say how you doing i liked it obviously love chickens and ducks i'm a big animal person and yeah like i said i like the progression with ross and rachel but also love the little moments of phoebe sprinkled in as well because we normally see phoebe acting you know as Phoebe does. Erratically. Erratically, just not thinking fully, I feel like, in many times. But I feel like she had some good points this yeah. this, this episode. She brought wisdom. Yeah, she brought wisdom, for sure. Cool. Um, I'm gonna say Unagi. Only because I didn't love this episode, but I didn't hate it either. Um, it was one of those where it's like, yeah, I could watch it again, but I'm not, like, thrilled to watch it. Um, it's not, like, one of my go-to episodes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I do like that it introduces the chicken and the duck, um, the restaurant for Monica. And then, even though I'm not a huge Ross and Rachel fan, I do appreciate when they can tell a storyline and, like, how they don't just drop the storyline. Like, we all know that we were on a break thing happened, and mm. there's still obviously something between Ross and Rachel. Totally. So I like that they didn't just drop that out completely. Yeah. Um, even though I think the two are overrated, but... Boo! <laughs> but still, I thought it was a pretty well-rounded episode um, with three, like, pretty main topics. I think they each got their own, like, equal share, which yeah. was good. So, yeah. All the, the only other thing is I wish they would have Phoebe in more. Um, Agreed. We talk about this a lot on the podcast, I feel like, because Phoebe is, like, the the one character that doesn't get a ton of spotlight. And yeah. when she does, it's usually, like, a dumb topic. Dumb topic or some guy thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's the only thing I'll say is I really wish they would just add Phoebe in more. But, you know, the show was done in the 90s. Can't change things. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. There is our 
episode rating system. Let us know what you guys think. Um, we love to hear your opinions. And yes, post show wrap up. Do you have any recommends to a friend? Huh. I guess since I'm drinking one right now, and probably a lot of you guys really know this, <laughs> I've been obsessed lately lately with Chick Fil A sweet tea. Obviously, from the north, so sweet tea is not like a normalized thing. It's like a, I don't know. Everyone else I know is like, ew, sweet tea, only unsweetened. And I'm like, no, gross. I love sweet tea. And Chick-fil-A sweet tea is my recommend to a friend. It is so good. I've been drinking way too much of it lately. But it's like the perfect amount of sweet. And if I ever, yeah, get to the point where it's too much, I'll just mix half and half. But it's super good if you haven't had it. Go get some, because I hope you're as addicted to it as I am. Nice. Nice, nice. Um, I am that person that's like, mm, unsweet. Boo. I used to love sweet tea, <laughs> but it just, it's too much sugar for me now, so. And you live in the South, so it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> yeah, but it's sort of really South. I mean, I know we're I South, but, like, is. I don't consider it, like, it just I doesn't feel South. South to me. Like, when I think South, I think, like, North and South Carolina. Yeah, I get that. Louisiana, Georgia. I don't think Florida. But you're more South than they are. I know. I think it's because I feel like half, if not more, of the population of Florida is it's not actually not Floridians. Actually Floridians That's so, so true. That could be why it doesn't feel so Southern. Too. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, my recommend to a friend, friend, friend is um, Hydro Flask. I just got my bottle, actually yesterday but I already love it and I know a lot of people that love them um they're super durable great material they're kind of heavy but that's okay um they're great for hiking you can get like a paracord to attach it to anything which is nice um and they come in many different colors sizes you can get wide mouth small mouth um straws no straws like all the different things so and they were on sale for Black Friday. I'm not sure if they're on sale anymore, but I got a pretty good deal on the one I got. So if you're looking for a water bottle and you're not sure what kind to get, I highly recommend Hydro Flask. You can also put hot liquids in it. I just use mine as a water bottle, or I will just use mine as a water bottle, but you can definitely do hot or cold. You can put your sweet tea in it if you wanted to. I mean, I'm debating. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it comes with the Chick-fil-A ice. They're like little nugget ice. Yeah, that ice is pretty good. Great ice. So that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, stay tuned in the month of December because Leanne will be back. And we have some special things happening with the podcast the rest of this month. So you don't want to miss that. So definitely tune in um, and catch what we have to say. So thanks, Nicole, for being on. Thank you for having me. I have loved being down here in sunny Florida with you. Yeah, it's great. I'm so sad you're leaving soon. Me too. Um, so yeah, so we will catch you guys next week when we go over the one with the screamer. So until then, we'll see you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast. <laughs>